You're listening to Atomic Moms. I'm Ellie Noss, and each week we celebrate and commiserate with world-class experts, best-selling authors, and parents around the world. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Since it's October and Halloween's around the corner, why don't you go ahead and slather on one of those moisturizing masks that scares the heck out of your children while you listen to this special beauty edition of Atomic Moms. You know, we've done over 200 episodes, and I don't think we've ever talked beauty before. Our guest today, Glozell, is a comedian, a YouTube sensation with nearly 5 million subscribers. She's the author of the best-selling book, Is You Okay? She's an actor and voiceover artist with cameos in Trolls and Wreck-It Ralph 2. And she's been known for both choking on cinnamon, definitely YouTube it, and for interviewing President Barack Obama at the White House. She's also a mother to a three-year-old. And so we recorded our conversation about motherhood and career advice and fertility in front of a live audience in the Jane Club suite at BeautyCon, the world's largest beauty event. And since this is a parenting podcast, of course, of course, if you're going to record a live event, of course there's a baby crying in the background throughout the conversation. But we're used to that, right? We know how to tune that out. Crying babies? (sighs) At least... Yesterday, for the first time in two years, I was not the one with the crying baby on the plane. I am so proud of my little two-year-old Eliza. And since we're sharing the BeautyCon episode, I figured this was the perfect chance to reach out for a special little introductory conversation with a mama who knows all about sleepless nights and beauty. Sunny Abada is joining me for this one. She has worked in TV news for over 13 years. If you look her up on Instagram, you'll be like, oh yeah, she looks like the Hollywood version. She looks like a Hollywood actress playing a TV news anchor. I played a TV news anchor on a network drama once and I buckled under the pressure. (laughs) Imagine hundreds of extras screaming as though they're paparazzi in front of a courtroom and I was supposed to be the news anchor and I had flown to New York the night before. And since this is a beauty episode, I can say this. I I looked terrible on camera with that one. My face was so puffy, which is probably the cortisol shooting through my veins, but also the lack of sleep. And also because the makeup artist was not interested in making any magic with me in that trailer at 4 a.m. I don't know how actual TV news anchors do it. So we're going to find out a little more about that in this little introductory conversation with Sunny. She also has had three kids in five years. I'm going to say that again. That's insane. I mean, insane in a great way. Three kids in five years. And so now she's blogging at SunnyAbada.com and she's podcasting. Her podcast is called 30 Something with Sunny Abada. And one of her passions is skincare and beauty products. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) It's going. Sunny, this is so funny. Listeners, I was just messaging Sunny via Instagram, which is really where our relationship has flourished. And I said, I'm ready when you are. And you wrote back, ready, exclamation point. And then I just got this like rush of adrenaline. Because when I was a kid, (laughs) and we'd go water skiing, it would be like, ready, ready. And then my mom would just like hit the throttle on the boat and you just go <laughs> flying and hold on for dear life. Oh, my oh that's God. so funny. <laughs> I brought back some visceral memories for you. <laughs> 
Exactly. Let's just shoot out of the cannon. Let's take off. Sunny, when I saw your blog post, Beauty Empties, that was the title of it, I knew I had to direct message you to come on for this beauty episode introduction. So what are your beauty empties? What are your favorite things that you get to the bottom of the bottle for? Okay, so I should put this out there that I'm an absolute product freak. So I try a bunch of stuff. Um, sometimes I like to work with companies and they send me stuff. Sometimes I just like go out and blow hundreds of dollars on it. But okay, so the things that I like to invest in first and foremost are skincare and hair care. Those are my top two. So for hair lately, I have been just, I mean, we're in Florida, so I'm always testing out things for humidity and all that stuff because I have naturally curly kind of coarse hair. My recent beauty empty, this line that I'm loving is Virtue. And I just started working with them because I'm obsessed. I like stock brands that I love. Um, They have this keratin complex in their products that essentially like goes in and fills in the gaps in the pores of your hair or like, you know, how it can feel porous or or be broken if you color treat it. So their um, Restore line, it's like in in a teal bottle, their shampoo and conditioner I'm obsessed with in their mask. So that is my most recent round of hair empties. Um, and they have other stuff too. If you like a full, you know, you need more volume, they have that kind of stuff or a smoother kind of look, they have that. For body wash, I always say I lean clean or lean green. Like I, I use stuff that's bad for you, but I try not to because I also like to get Botox. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, well, if it's going to be bad, I'm just going to shoot it right into my head. Everything else I'm pretty clean with. So they have this body wash by a company called Olivia. It's prebiotic. So it's literally made of like seven ingredients. It has all these ingredients in it that essentially feed the good germs on your skin. So the whole thing against soaping up too much or stripping your skin of its natural moisture is that it can lead to, you know, dryness and issues down the road. And plus it's just like not healthy to do. So I love Olivia. Um, what else is another empty lately? Oh my gosh. I have uh, the world's like biggest pores on the sides of my face is like the lower cheek kind of area. It's so gross. Am I grossing you out? Um, but like salicylic acid is a great product to like get in and clean your pores. So the Paula's Choice it's called a liquid exfoliant. It's like a BHA salicylic acid product that's kind of like a toner. So you wash, you tone, then you let your skin dry, and it's, you just put it on on a cotton pad, and it just soaks right in. And it legitimately like vacuums the crap out of your pores. And then the last empty recently, I'm obsessed with this whole line, Drunk Elephant. Um, it's another cleaner brand and they have these things called deep bronzy sunshine drops. I think they're called. And when you squeeze it out, it's in a tube. It looks, it looks like a liquid bronzer, but it's not scary because it's designed to be mixed with your regular face lotion. So I do one pump of that in my SPF. So my daily SPF is like a little whitish because it's a zinc oxide based one. And I put a one pump of that and I literally do not need any makeup or tinted moisturizer for the day because it, that little bit of bronze just sort of illuminates and like covers a little bit of the imperfections. And those are my four empties recently. Maybe it's something about being in our 30s or maybe it's the motherhood thing, but I've become much more interested in having a clean face. Maybe because yeah. it feels more like mm-hmm. the holy grail these days. <laughs> like I used to have a clean face and I, I didn't care. So it was like about how do I figure out makeup? How do I learn to contour or do highlights? Like how can I make myself look more glamorous? That was my 20s. Mm-hmm. And now 
I would just love to look like I just woke up super refreshed. Yes. It feels much more like a magic trick when we have little ones at home. And <laughs> my girlfriend, Sarah Hendler, has two young boys. And I don't know how she does it, but she always rocks a clean face. She always looks rested. And she uses the, La, I'm going to say it wrong, the La Prairie. La Prairie. La oh Prairie. Yes. Uh, three-minute resurfacing cream. And it's very expensive. It's at Barney's, and I bought it. And I, but I still have the under eye circle stuff. You know what? It's like, it's tricky. The under eye circles for some people, they're the dark, you know, sort of hereditary dark circles. For some people, it's like a bag situation. I mean, that's why I don't really think that like a cream, topical cream, unless it's like a retinol, will ever really fix the ish under the eyes. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You have, there's people, um, do your kids still like, do your kids crawl into bed with you at night? Because we're in that stage very much. And like, that broken sleep will really have you waking up looking like a beast. Somebody's always waking me up. Okay, so how much water do you drink, Sunny? Because you look annoyingly hydrated. <laughs> I'm like a big, I do have to say, I'm like, I don't like many beverages except water and green tea. I do like coffee here and there, but I don't know. I probably don't drink enough, but I do like keep one of those corksicle bottles near me. Oh, I, keep I love those. Nice cold. Aren't they the best? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I do try to like, you know, keep keep water on hand all the time. And, you know, the sippy cups and stealing kids water all the time because we're in Florida and it's a million degrees. So we always have a water bottle around us. But I do think that's like important. And it's annoying to hear people say that. But I think hydration is key. What is your lip moisturizer of choice? Oh, the Kopari Lip Glossy. So this is like a, it, they make shades too, but uh, the one that I use at night is a clear, very cushiony, like shiny kind of thing, lip gloss thing. <laughs> I'm being very technical in my terms here. Anyway, it's just very moisturizing. So I like to use that at night and then let it soak in for a few minutes. I have a silk pillowcase. Oh, that's, that's another Ooh, great Do tip. you love you it? You want your blowout to last. I do. I hate myself for being so basic, but a silk pillowcase is a game changer for the face and the hair because your skin doesn't, I'm a face and like I'm a belly sleeper. So I would wake up really dry with a cotton pillowcase because my face is all smushed in there. You don't get as many lines or I don't at least. And your hair, it's better for your hair because it's not, um, you know, ripping and tearing the fibers of the cotton are a little more rough. A silk, everything like glides. It's very nice. And they have them so cheap everywhere. So it's, it's worth it. I have a friend who trained herself to sleep on her back, just like straight oh up gosh. and down. And I feel like she'll look Did 20 years younger than me by the time we're in the old I know, like, home. I will never be able to do that. I'm like face down, like someone just like pushed me like face down into the mattress. I, that's the only way I can sleep. But I do think that silk pillowcase helps. I use T. Leclerc as my under eye concealer. And the other day I thought I lost it. And I, I, you never know how much your concealer means to you until you lose it at the bottom of your drawer. Oh my gosh, it's insane. I swear by Dermablend too, by the way. If you're looking for a good budget option, they have it at Ulta. They have it, I mean, just everywhere online. And it's, I used to use it on TV. So it sounds like it would be too like heavy for day-to-day -day life, but you can blend it out really well. So I like that's a really good day-to-day -day one, Dermablend. And then Hourglass Cosmetics makes one called the Mineral Veil something. I don't know. I can send you a link, but um, it's a little sheer. So I, I think like day-to-day, -day, like you said, the, the best thing is when your skin like kind of peeks through. Like you don't want to have like cake makeup on, but you also want to have a little bit of, of coverage and dignity. So those two I found like can sh are sheer enough to kind of look 
very natural, which I think is good. Okay. Well, since you're, you hailed from the news world, I assume you have lots of experience with fake eyelashes. Would you recommend <laughs> I, eyelash extensions? You know what? I wouldn't. I'm really, I know people who love them and who live by them, but I'm like a long game kind of gal. And if there's a chance that it could inhibit your own like natural lash growth cycle, like I'm not down. I feel like, but again, this is like just me. I know people, if you have the time and the ability to go and, and do it, they look, they can look really great, but you have to go and sit with your eyes closed for like an hour. I don't ever do that except when I'm sleeping in like two hours first at night. So um, if you can, ha- if you have the time to invest and you have, you know, the ability to kind of go back and do it regularly, then I think it's totally worth it. I have girlfriends that swear by it. I personally don't like it. I use a little castor oil or um, they have like a ton of those lash regrowth serums on the market. Mm-hmm. There's like rapid lash and those have worked really well for me in the past too. So, and if you want something natural, you can use castor oil. So there's some options that I like to kind of use to just grow my lashes rather than go that route. What does your day-to-day like makeup look like, your routine? Are you, I mean, or are you just kind of chill? I'm spending all the money <laughs> on skincare right now. I use the Lancer three-step method, which again mm-hmm. is outrageously expensive. It really does seem to work. I'm not a huge fan of the fact that there is, the word sulfate does come up in it, mm-hmm. in the ingredients, mm-hmm. but um. It's a cleanser and well, okay. So you start with the polish, then there's a cleanser and then there is the moisturizer, which of course is called nourish. And when I use it, people definitely comment on how rested I seem. So wow, that's good. Then it was in a good investment. Yeah. Whatever these ingredients are, they work very quickly. And then now, let me ask you this. Do you do like a retinol product ever at night? Because I feel like that's always a good well, thing. Well, I just got pushed one by my dermatologist. And oh, perfect. Um, I don't know what it is, though. I, I haven't started using it. Literally today she gave it to me. Oh, good. Okay. I do think that's like the key ingredient, too. Okay. Tell us why. Well, I mean, vitamin A, which is a retinol, is like a vitamin A derived ingredient. It's like the over the counter version. Like you said, your your doctor can prescribe like a stronger retin A kind of deal, but it's just so studied, and it has the research to back it up that it really does get rid of wrinkles, and you know, it plumps the skin and it helps to produce more. It stimulates the collagen. It does all the things. <laughs> so, but like I start, I just started it because I've been having children and nursing children for the better part, like I said, it's almost seven years now. And um, there's a little bit of an adjustment period. So you'll be flaky and red. And I had a little bit of a situation where my skin was kind of like purging some crap that was stuck in there. Mm. But after you get through that, it's actually really, I've noticed a huge difference. And I've just been doing it, I would say three months or so. But, well, um, I would I say this is probably a, a great time of year as well to start, you know, not when you're mm-hmm. about to be out on the beach all the time. So exactly. And before it gets, we get too dry from winter, it seems like a good transitional mm-hmm. period for me to explore retinol. Um, I yes, am so. Botox curious and you just brought it up. So give it to us. When did you start using Botox? I mentioned it once and was like, well, what about some, I floated it. I was like, what about baby Botox? And the woman was like, it's not baby for you anymore. Like, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's harsh. 
thanks, honey. Not coming back here ever again. <laughs> um, well, I am a big proponent of whatever people need to do to make them happy. I have done Botox on and off again. Like I've, I've, there was a period between baby two and three where I wasn't nursing. So I was able to like get some then too. I think I've started in my early thirties, very, very sparse. Um, I like to have expression. I'm sure like coming from your background too, you know, I value the ability of my face to like express emotion. So I would never go too hard in. So in the beginning, it was just for the lines between my forehead. And then I took a break with the kids stuff. And um, I would say, I mean, I've done it at least a half a dozen times now. And I do between the eyebrows, on the forehead and on the crow's feet on the outside um, of, you know, when your kind of smile lines on the outside part of your eyes. And I, I love it. I think it's something that if you don't overdo it, it can really prolong the sort of youthful look. Because if you overdo it, you're freezing your face and your face still moves. So you're going to get weird lines in new places. If you ever heard of like bunny lines, like you would see all these women with frozen foreheads, but like the tops of their noses would kind of crinkle because like your face has to move somewhere. So if you do too much Botox, you can have these ancillary kind of side effects. So I like to do once or twice a year tops and just a little bit, like you said, a little bit baby Botox here and there. And I find that it has really, it's just really helped. I mean, it's weird to not move your forehead. You don't want to look like you're a Bravo cast member. I've no, also, I've heard that there are studies out there that say that Botox can help with anxiety and depression because it can help with the way you feel physiologically, the opening up of the face can help with the way you feel internally. And I totally buy that. Yeah. I did have a girlfriend tell me a story though about <laughs> after getting Botox that she <laughs> was reading a book to her two-year-old. I, I promise this wasn't me, everybody, <laughs> even though I have a two-year-old. <laughs> it, it was about uh, different emotions. And the child was asking, the little boy was asking her, like, but what does mad look like? <laughs> and she tried to do it. And he's like, what does sad look like? <laughs> like, it was the same oh face. God. It's true. It is a really weird feeling. Like, the first time I got it, it felt like there was a free weight on my forehead because you just, you can't move it. But I know, it's weird. And I do really agree with that study because I feel like there have been times after I've gotten Botox where I, like, I could go, like, full-on cry and, like, the inability to move my forehead prevents me from, like, going all in on a big emotion, which I'm sure, like, people around me are really grateful for. But <laughs> it does. It does something when you can't, like, fully express. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's a little weird. But It's, it's like know. that Amy Cuddy power pose thing that Ted talk about how if you do a power pose, that that can make you feel more empowered. And of mm -hmm. course, all these super lame studies came out, you know, disproving it. <laughs> I think there was quite a scandal there. But I stand by the power pose and I'm imagining that <laughs> Botox is like a power pose for your forehead. <laughs> yes, you're like, I am impervious to the world. Nothing can make me upset anymore. <laughs> Uh, but I do, you know, I like, I know some people crap on the whole Botox thing. They're like, oh, just age naturally. But you do you, sister. You know, if you like a little shot here and there, I say go for it. Okay, and it and wears off, so it's not forever. Well, and I also, I think to go back to our kids waking us up in the middle of the night and just everything that happens when you're a parent, stress is, I think, the number one beauty killer for us. 
Yeah. And I saw a beautiful quote you had on Instagram, and I'd love for you to share it with our listeners. Can I put you on the spot? Will you read this quote? Oh, sure. So to my fellow what-ifers. Oh, yes. Let me pull that little puppy up. That was like the backstory on that one is I've become like a total, I call my, my alter ego is Anxiety Annie because when I, I don't know, something happened after I had kids that just, just introduced this whole new world to me where I am much more anxious. Um, so it's, it's from that post called the what if bomb. And it says, um, so to my fellow, what ifers, I have a proposition. What if we, we replaced one of our worst case scenarios every day with the best case scenario? What if we asked ourselves, what if only the best possible outcome will happen as a result of this decision I'm about to make? Or what if the move I'm about to make will result in happiness, safety, good vibes, and energetic wealth? Or the simplest but most powerful possibility, what if everything is going to be just fine? So I try to remind myself of that. <laughs> so good. Thank you so much, Sunny. And thank you for sharing this next segment with me. Do you have any hot tips for me about <laughs> how to keep your oh, cool goodness. when you're interviewing someone and there's just mayhem Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I must say you are selling yourself short because you know exactly how to connect, which I feel like is at the basis of every good appearance or media event or anything you might be doing. So, um, you know, you just, you just are authentic and you are who you are and just know that everyone is feeling those nerves. You know, I think you have like done you've just, you've done so many great interviews on this podcast and like not to pump your tires, but please do. <laughs> Please do go on. <laughs> we have ten minutes left, honey. Um, you you've done. You probably don't know how much you've impacted other people's lives. I mean, I used to drive around with my Dunkin' Donuts coffee and my Munchkins and listen to your podcast, really feeling like it was one of the few points of connection I had outside of like the craziness of like my mother, my early motherhood days with my with my second baby, especially, which was when I started becoming really anxious, and. Um, you know, I think you got to give yourself credit for that. In those moments where you get a little bit nervous or you know that you're on the spot or in a situation where you're a little uncomfortable or you're doing something different, like, just know that, like, you do this. You've got this, girl. Like, you come from a place of authenticity and you come from a place of, like, having really already helped so many people. So just jump right in, you know? It's like your water skiing, girl. Yeah. You got this. You're ready. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I, I do. Like, I feel like I should say thank you to, like, the many episodes that I've like devoured just driving around listening to your very soothing voice. So keep up the good work, sister. Thank you so much, Sunny Abada. Okay, I now have a few of my notes. The Alpha Ret Overnight Cream is what my dermatologist gave me to try. So I'm trying it out. For hair, I love the Amica Nourishing Mask. Claire Coffee accidentally left hers in my guest bathroom. I'm a big fan. And for concealer, I also use Clodipo. Should have paid more attention in French class so I could pronounce my beauty care. And when we were in Paris this summer, remember that European heat wave? I needed some hair help before our events, so I got the Universal Blowout Lotion from And Other Stories, and I absolutely love it. Okay, but enough about my beauty routine. Here's the moment we've all been waiting for our interview with Glozell. I want to set the scene for you all. So the New York Times says BeautyCon is the Super Bowl of the beauty industry. I'd say it's way better. 
I was at the Super Bowl with Janet Jackson. Yeah. That's a huge wardrobe malfunction brag. We are recording in a space that was all judged up by the Jane Club, a women's community and workspace in Los Angeles. And so at BeautyCon, this huge convention, I mean, Forbes describes it as a world of depth, of character and heart where everyone, even those who don't feel like they fit in other places can come and be accepted completely. And the same could be said about our guest, Glozell Green, and the community she has created on her social media platforms. Again, she has 5 million subscribers almost. I mean, by now she probably does on YouTube. In this conversation, we are talking about screen time with her toddler, her wild career path, and what it's actually like trying to conceive after 40. And I should say, we had a lot of different audiences in mind. We had young fans in the front row. We had our mothers listening at home. So I was trying to have an intimate conversation with Glossel in front of an audience while competing with a sad baby. I was trying to project so that people could hear me. So here's my auctioneer, Ellie, voice. Glozell has so many wonderful things to share in this conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it. I can hear Okay, Glozell, you're going to be right there. Oh, okay. And now it's my turn to go. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, Glozell. Hello, Mrs. Glozell. Is you okay? Is you good? Because I want to know. Thank you for having me here. This is so exciting. Thank y'all for waiting on me. Since you're the queen of YouTube. That's what I, you know, prefer. You know, you know. we got to talk about screen time, right? Yes. Okay, so Silicon Valley parents right now, they're not letting their kids have screen time. And I'm curious, like, as a mother now and also as the queen of YouTube, what are your thoughts on screen time with your daughter and how do you manage it? Okay, so she's asking me, do you let your daughter use the iPad or the telephone or, you know, use the phone to watch things? And yes, of course. And I do know parents that are like that. However... I don't have a problem with it. You make sure you screen and make sure you know what they're watching, of course. <laughs> Feel free to watch me. You know, yeah. there you go. Feel free to watch me. But my daughter is working on her third language. So I find it very beneficial to throw on cartoons that are in those languages. So she's only allowed to watch cartoons in Spanish or in Chinese. So I don't have a problem with it. I don't speak those languages. So how does she get it at home outside of when she's in those classes? Ozell's already smarter than me. How do you handle the, like, taking it away? Because this is something I have not personally been able to finesse. Like, there's, I avoid a lot of meltdowns when I get the screen time with my daughter. But then when I try to take it away, it's a tantrum like none other. Oh, that is true. Like, just this morning, well, it's hard when I'm, like, no... Screen time right now. We, we, we're leaving. I have some place to go. When the, and my husband's like, "Oh, here," and she's like, right? <laughs> you know, so that that's hard. And now you have to. I'll give you this. Like I'm bartering right. with this three year old. You know, and you should just do what I say. Right. You know, but, um, well, and my two year old gets car sick, oh. so she'll be screaming, screaming, screaming for the phone to watch something, and then she'll throw up on my phone. So it's oh. not working for me anymore. Oh, I no, she's like, I'll get out. you, I'll fix you, mom. So, but. since we're, you know, I don't know how to like pivot from vomit to beauty, but since we're at BeautyCon, uh, we got to talk about your signature look. 
You're wearing your green lipstick today. You gave three of these lipsticks to President Obama for Michelle and his two daughters. Yes. So I'm hoping you could share with our audience here today the meaning behind the look and what that green lipstick signifies. Okay. Well, green lipstick, if you watch the Cinnamon Challenge, a lot of my videos, that was no green then. I came across this green lipstick around October, so that definitely was like, oh, a Halloween type of thing. And I'm like, oh, I'll do a video with a green lipstick. No problem. So I do a green lipstick, and I don't even know what the video was. All the comments was like, green lipstick? Where you find green lipstick? So I'm like, oh, I should just go ahead and keep that. And now people really expect it. There's times where I don't wear it, but then I feel bad when people get a picture like, oh, I didn't have on a green lipstick. So I just do it, and I don't, I don't have a problem with it at all, and it's fun. I say in my book, like, green means go. Like, if you see me, especially if I want green lipstick, come up to me, get a picture. I have. I will always say yes. I have no problem with it. So green means go. Yeah, and they, we'll make sure that we get pictures before we leave. Also, I loved that part in yes. your book. Like I remember yeah. the intersection where I was like turning left when I heard you say that, and I was like, oh, I think I'm in love with this woman <laughs> because you. you said that kids would kind of follow you around yes. and be like, "Is that close out?" Right. And you wanted them to know that it was you and that it was okay to come up it's to them. It's always like, okay to come that. up to me because oh. people will do this like. Like, I, oh, speaking pictures because kids are not that you know, you're, yeah. like, you're, you're not good at hiding at all. Like, I see you walking by me in my face taking pictures, so just come over and take a picture. I have no problem, no matter. And Ozell is usually ready to, like, okay, yeah, yeah she's, so she's ready. Those videos, oh, thank you. So, talking about getting ready, I'm wearing a tank top right now that I made, and I'm gonna flash my. Uh, you I made it, you, yes. you made it. I collaborated with my girlfriend, who's an artist and a mother. She has these amazing drawings. And so for listeners at home, this tank top is a mother with a toddler wrapped around her neck while she's trying to get ready. Oh, my goodness. It's impossible to get ready once you have children. And so I want to know, Glozelle, what is your beauty routine? And how do you get out of the house dressed with Ozelle? Okay. And sometimes it's hard. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of help. So I'm like, where's my hair? Put my hair on. Get it ready. Hello, I'm good. I, I keep it simple. Like even today, I'm like, I'm going to Beautycon. Yeah. Let me up my game a little bit. And I'm, so we're in the elevator coming here and the guy's like, uh, you have a tag. I got this dress last night. Like my tag <laughs> is still on my, oh, Marshall's dress for life. Okay. So I, I'm not always winning with that, but I do my best. Get her dressed, get her occupied, give her a, a snack, you know? Because you have the plan is like, I've got to get out of the house. I've got to get here. So Ozone needs to be occupied. Do you plan your outfits the night before? Because that's my new thing. It's like trying to figure it out the night before. Because once my children wake up, like it's game over. I mean, this morning I sent my husband and the kids. I was like, you guys are going to get breakfast because I got to get some <laughs> fake eyelashes on. I have to get up so early to make sure that her bag's packed. This is packed mm. before the day starts. Yeah. Oh, on the weekends. On the weekdays, I have a, a, a little better because I we have a nanny. Yes. And so she comes and get her ready for Okay. School. What do you do on like Sunday night when you want to just like... Have a moment. There is no relief. moments. There's I have no, no moments. There is no glow zone moments. This is my moment. This is like, <laughs> oh, I get a chance to just chill with some cool folks, and no one's like, I'm like, you can't be hungry. We just, you just ate. 
Oh, she must be growing again. They always growing. I I'm always like, kitchen is closed. Kitchen is closed, and I don't cook, and you don't cook. No. And your mom doesn't cook. She really can't cook. I'm like, how you a black woman from the south and can't cook? She cannot cook (laughs) at all. But Osa knows how to open the refrigerator now. So I'm like, (laughs) so now she takes out what she wants, but then you know there's stuff that all over the floor. I'm like, okay, well she's fed. There you go. Well, speaking of not having a chance for you to unwind, no. it's because you worked so hard and you've worked Thank so you. hard for so many years. And one of the things that I really, really appreciate about you and your message is like the idea that most people are not overnight sensations. No. They are working their butts off right. for a really, really long time. And people think that it's overnight <laughs> because maybe you haven't heard of this person and now they're sensation. Right. You know. But if they haven't worked that long to get there, they don't stay. They won't stay. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's a fluke that you did this video. And like, oh, we're going to do what they do. And then it's going to be gone next, next yeah. week. And then you have someone like me that's, that's still here. I've been on the Internet. Uh, this year is my 10th year. Oh, my God. Congratulations. That's huge. You know, and you see people come and go, and you know yeah, why they come and go. Right. Mm-hmm. And you had a really circuitous route. To start She's a big word, y'all. And, you know, because you came out to Hollywood yes. later than most people yes. that are trying yes. to make it in Hollywood. And I'm still older than most that are, like, on YouTube, you know, on the Internet. For the most well, part, yeah. my friends are at least 10, 15, 20 years younger than me. And that's okay. Well, and you because you wanted to be like Carol Burnett. Yes, 100,000 And so you started out in stand-up. Yes. And, y'all, she was in a contest where... You could win $25, okay? Oh, my and goodness. she shared the stage. Oh, you, oh, you bringing that, uh, okay, oh, yeah, yes. I am. So, will Did you, will you share, no, oh, I did okay. some other losing. Okay, so, Glozell, set the stage for us. Okay. How many years ago was this? We're you, talking about how no one's coming around. This is about, I like, I've been on the internet for 10 years. This is before the, before the internet, so at least 15 years ago. So, there's this chick. Tiffany Haddish. I'm like, okay, we're about to have this comedy. We're going to do this comedy thing. I'm about, I'm going to kill it, right? Because I'm like, this chick, is, she's not, she's not going to be funnier than me. She's not going to be funnier than me. So we get there, and I've got all my stuff planned, and I'm like, kill it. I got to kill it. And then she does this bit about a dog, and she's like barking or on the floor, and I'm like, Everyone's dying. There's, there's, there's the cracking up. I'm like, well, where is Tiffany Haddish going to be 10 years from now? Yeah. Well, she's everywhere. She's everywhere. Tiffany Haddish was literally... Everywhere. She is killing the game. She beat me. She won that $25 that she desperately <laughs> needed that I found out later, you know, because oh. she was living in a car at the time. Oh, but my she, gosh. Yes. Like, her story is crazy. Wow. But and this whole time, I'm like, she barked like a dog and she beat me in a comedy <laughs> contest. How did that happen? But uh, we're cool now. And, uh, uh, yes. We all, it was cool then, but yeah. I was just couldn't believe that. Did and, I have a similar experience yeah so guys i when i was in college i was in a play where i was the lead i had big dreams of making it in hollywood i was in this college play i was on stage every second of the play the opening scenes i shared with a beautiful young actress lupita nyong'o oh you're like she's never gonna make it (laughs) i'm going to hollywood i'm gonna make it well uh so she won best supporting actress (laughs) in 2014 and at the time everyone was like oh she's an overnight sensation and i was like no 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 2005 she She had to be in a play with me like she paid her dues (laughs) like 
I understand that. And <laughs> so, so it's did amazing myself. to watch her. And Tiffany had us too. You yeah. know, we were hoping to get twenty five dollars with well, an audience who cared care less about us. But you know. There you go. Well, and then you and I, we just had to find our mediums, which yes. hadn't really been invented right. yet. There was right? no YouTube. Podcasting there was no really podcast. There was no, yeah. basically, no internet. No one was doing that, that at all. So what would you say to your viewers, like the young, like the daughters out there who have not found their thing yet? You keep going. You keep living. You're going to find your thing. And when you find it, stick with it. It's all good. Yes, it's going to be people who are not going to understand. When I started the Internet, mom, uncles, aunties, what are you doing? You're acting so stupid. And people can see that. You know, I'm at work and people are like, your niece, your, your daughter is acting like a fool on the Internet. Blah, blah, blah. And I would get, oh... Um, we, I don't want anybody to know that we know, we know you, blah, blah, blah. And then here comes uh, the White House. Uh, can you come uh, interview the president? The interview, the who? I'm like, mom, no one believed me. I didn't really believe it at first. And I was just like, you know, and it kept happening. I was like, right, this is real funny. Why would I? Be? Well, it turns out his daughter's watched. And they're like, yeah, you know, he was really on the edge of doing um, different things to get people to watch. And the internet was growing. It was big. It's one of those things. And so thank you, Sasha and Malaya, because they're the ones that got me in the interview. Well, they and got lipstick out of it. Th- there you go. They got lipstick out of it. And uh, and now, now everyone's like, oh, that's my daughter. Oh, that, that, right. That's my niece. That's my cousin. Our family that I've never even heard of. Like, are we really related? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, now? So that changed the game. You just... And then you have to be forgiving. Because not everybody, they can't see your path because it's your path. They can't hear your dreams. That's your dreams. And then when you make it, then they're like, oh, okay. Because there was no internet. I, I grew up learning on a typewriter. You know, it's like I, we didn't have computer class when I was in elementary yeah. school. So that's how long ago, you know, I well, got way back. With like bringing up your interview with President Barack mm-hmm. Obama, if mm-hmm. anyone hasn't seen it yet, Google it. She does such an incredible good, job. She smells good. <laughs> what I was do you like, smell where like? Is where is she? <laughs> She's not in this room. <laughs> okay. Because she could take me. Did you see those arms? She could take me. So you, you asked him about cybersecurity. Yes. And I feel yes. like since that conversation <laughs> that you had with him, it's just getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> like, do y'all get emails every day about like some new app that's well, been hacked? In his defense, he's in not the president insurance. anymore. So I've got like these scammers calling me on a daily basis that I've won some trip to Hawaii. I get those all the time, but there was a time where they were like, oh, Hillary Clinton's emails, it was hacked. They also want me in there also that somehow I'm some FBI agent or something. I'm like, I'm just on the internet. You know, I got beat up by Tiffany Haddish for $25. Like, <laughs> you're not going to find anything in my emails, okay? I don't, oh, so just, you were a part of that yes, whole personal email thing. It was like all you, these like, important people in the government. <laughs> and then me, I'm like, okay, then, okay, you guys are really on your game. So, I, I know nothing. Okay, you nothing. but you share so much of yourself <laughs> online yes. and of your daughter. And I'm yes. curious about privacy and like, what do you keep separate? Share with us what you keep private, Glozelle. <laughs> well, I tell you what I should have kept private because it's really hard with relationships. Yeah. You know, because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm out there. That doesn't mean that who you signed up with is out there also. Yep. Because you're thinking that I'm talking about me, but when I'm talking about me, no. I'm also including yep. 
other people. And that has not gone the best, you know? So I have new people, like new friends, because not everybody wants to be, oh, Mm. oh, you still want glows up. Someone's going to take a picture and post it. Like, well, I'm a psych, my best friend is a, a, a doctor. And she doesn't want to be on right. the internet. So that was a time that we didn't talk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I can't help it. Right. You know, that someone snapped a picture and they put it up. And, like, and someone's like, oh, that's my doctor over there with this person who's, you know, swimming in cereal on the internet, you know. So, you know, that's that. So then it has those downfalls, but now I, there's new people and we've come around. That's not always easy because my stuff is crazy out there. I mean, even just with the podcast, it's a parenting podcast. So I'm going to talk about my mother, but I'm still waiting for that awkward <laughs> conversation one night when she start, finally starts listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it helps. Yeah, well, she like, my like, mom does not know how to work a computer. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But then when she hears something, she's hearing it from second and third hand. So. Right. So did my mom. I know her like, friends did you are hear listening. It? That's, for yourself, you know, yeah. where, you know, you know, so yeah. there you go. Well, speaking of motherhood, you know, you became a mother in your 40s. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hollywood makes it seem real doable these days. They lie. They lie. Tell us. They lie. I believe that any celebrity outside of myself that has twins or all this, like yeah. 47, 48, 40, yeah. um, Janet Jackson. Um, Jen, people are like, well, Janet Jackson did it. Holly Berry did it. I'm like, you don't know where these. You don't know that in Embry- faking it? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, fake baby. Boys. I know a lot of fertility people. Yeah. And there's a lot of fertility people who find people who look like the person to help with the, the eggs and things like that. That is, oh, a, that is a job. That is a job. Yeah. That so. makes sense. Well, you did several rounds of IVF. 12. 12 rounds of IVF. 12, like a crazy person because I didn't want Ozell to be an only child. You know, especially being with older parents. I'm like, we gonna die. And it's gonna be you. You know, it's just like, you need a brother. So they help bury him. You know, it's not to deal with that. But uh, needless to say, she's gonna have to deal with it by herself. There you she's go. Saying, okay. Marry well. Done, there you yeah. go. Have, yeah. you know, someone that has like brothers and sisters that are really. So now her friends, like, I'm. Yes. I'm really interested in a lot of classes and really getting to know people and their parents and church and everything because mm-hmm. this is going to be her. These are her siblings. She doesn't have any. I have one sister. She doesn't have any kids. That is it. That's it. That's it. My husband's 10 years older than me. I'm like, what? Were we? <laughs> like, so there we go. I know that our listeners at home are wanting to hear this about IVF and about mm-hmm. endometriosis. Yes. Because that is, you know... I I didn't realize until a couple of years ago that it's such a common issue. They that said one out of eight. One out of one eight, out of eight women. women. Especially if you wait till after 30, you're like, oh, I'm doing it. I'll make sure I got my career. Yeah. And I got my education. Right. And, you and know, the right I'm going to do it all. To partner with. And then I'm like, oh, my cousin who had kids at 20. You know, now I'm like, oh, well, uh-huh. you had it so, like, you know, you're trying to do something with your life that's different. And biology is biology at the end of the day. What were your symptoms of endometriosis? And like, did the medical community take you seriously? No, nobody takes me seriously. And still to this day, who knows what I had? Because they're, you're guessing. Okay. They're guessing. And I'm like, my husband's 10 years older than me. It's got to be him. No test. No test for him. 
No test. No. So what would you say <laughs> to young women that want? Start now. Start, start early. Now. Because someone like me, Ozell, as soon as she can get her eggs frozen, that's what I'm going to do. Then you can have your kids at 56 and you can have your okay. kids when you go. You know, someone can, whatever you want to do. So you have options. Mm-hmm. Because freezing your eggs is, you know, obviously very expensive, but yes. going through what you endured is a lot more expensive than that. A lot more expensive, yes. But now, I mean, they have, I tell them, like, my daughter was on layaway, you know, like, you just, you pay a little, you pay when you can, you know, it's just, they have payment plans, just like a car, yeah. just like a house, that's what you have to do, if that's what you want to do, and that's what I want to do. Well, motherhood looks really good on you. Thank you. Know? you. I, I saw a video where you were talking about, like, your new look. Yes. And I feel like you've really yes, gone to... through, like, a... Can you talk to us a little yes. bit about... I was your... more clownish before, and I thought that was fun, and that was great. Uh, tutu and green Crocs and, you know, like, green eyelashes. I, I mean, all the works, all the time. I felt like, ah, oh, if I don't wear green, no one's... I know who I am now. But, um, so, now it's just the lipstick from time to time, and I was thinking, I'll get a green lip pin and I change it up and now this has green in it but I'm not green from head to toe like and it's kind of you know softer more mommy pretty you're doing some you know? uh, wellness stuff too yes. I was reading you about your uh, vaginal steaming yes yes, yes, yes. What is, and I'm you supposed get to go that? in the real sometime to do some kind of real crazy you know because oh. like if you laugh or you jump too hard you know I might pee pee on myself so <laughs> They had to just do that. You do that too. Okay. Yeah, now they got it down to a shot. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the queen of like, oh, there's this new thing out. Oh, let's try that. Mm-hmm. And let's do that. But I was desperate to do things to help the IVF. Yeah. So I, I was from, I've had um, leeches everywhere, everywhere. And uh, I've done it all. <laughs> okay, give us something else besides leeches. Uh, leeches, I've done the bee sting. The cold, like you get in the, the freezer, like it was just, like it's really, really cold. These are like YouTube challenges that yes. you're doing. Yes, and then I have the where you just put the cold there okay. on the area, yeah. isolated areas. Yeah. So that that's a stream. Okay. It's below freezing. Jade egg, you tried that? Oh. Did you try that? The so, jade egg thing? That, the like uh, Yanni egg or yes, whatever they call yes, it? Yeah, I have several of those. They sent you them do. to me. Yes, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the whole Gwyneth Paltrow controversy? With uh, Goop had to pay $145,000 in civil penalties uh, for unsubstantiated marketing claims about those jade eggs. Well, you know, they've been around for a long time. And some people, you know, live by elsewhere by them. And I have two. So give Gwyneth a break, you know. (laughs) I love those ridiculous stuff that... Then I'm like, oh, here's an egg for $15 billion. You're just like, I'll get two. I like two that. of those. You know, Goop is, is well, over the top. Glozo, what do you have for the glow bugs in our audience to look forward to in this next year? Oh, look forward to. I'll be in Vanity Fair in November. So please get that. Ozell upstaged me and she ended up getting a shoot too. So Woo! I hope that I'm still in it. So I know she's in it. And also, I'm on this show called All That that's out on Nickelodeon. My episode airs in October, so that's great. And I think we got some gasps in the audience. Yes, 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 yes. Also, I'm still there. Please continue to subscribe and like and share these crazy videos that I do online, uh, YouTube, and Instagram. Yeah, what are your handles? Glozell. 
G-L-O-Z-E-L-L. And also, I want to ask you, oh, where are you? Are you on Snapchat? Because things come and go. Because I was like, I'm going to kill it on Vine. I'm about to kill By the time I killed it on Vine, Vine was gone. So, uh, you know, like sometimes you need to stay where your people are, but you do want to know what's going on. So are you on Snapchat? Is that is that your main Snapchat, thing versus Instagram? Snapchat, Snapchat, Snapchat. TikTok. TikTok. So are you posting are you posting music or are you just looking at other people's things? Okay. You like Twitter is making a comeback, I noticed. Yes. Uh-huh. And Facebook, they was like, no, because my grandma on Facebook, well, I can't be myself on Facebook. Yeah, and I'll go to be like So I understand that. TikTok. Okay, yes. younger kids are on TikTok. These are this is I now feel what it's like to be middle aged. Yes. Like to be like, what is this language the children are speaking? Yes, but like Periscope is gone. There's other like well, that's why I didn't ever invest the time or energy into it's Instagram because I thought it would go away. And it's the one thing Wait, that is had like, real staying power. Away. <laughs> go, go away. Go away. There was something before YouTube, but what was it? When Tom had to be your friend? It was mm-hmm. one of those like oh. first internet things and I was just like yeah MySpace who said MySpace oh yes. yeah well MySpace was like, like the way everyone like, huh? met their boyfriends yeah so guys I, I does anyone have a question for Glozell yes okay I'm gonna come over to you and you can talk into my mic my lapel okay this is real awkward my question is how old is your daughter Ozell Oh, how old is my daughter, Ozell? Ozell was born August 4th, which happened to be President, former President Barack Obama's birthday. And um, when you do IVF, which is when you have help from doctors, you get to pick the date. And you also get to pick the gender. So you're like, huh, you can, huh? You're like, what? Yes, you, you know. So you, you do get to do that. And um, so they have within two-week span... When would you like your daughter to be born? I'm like, her, what's going on? Oh, President Barack Obama's birthday. So how about That's that? That's so cool. So. Uh, for listeners, I am sashaying over cool. to our other audience member and just like, awkwardly just leaning over. So what's your tip for working moms who are mid-life, mid-career, but still want to pursue their dreams and desires, but have taken a step back because they are parents and they're working? So how do you go about those ambitions? Okay, so you asked me how to go about those ambitions when you've got other things you have to do, <laughs> but there's other things you want to pursue. You got to find time. If you find time to talk on the phone, you find time to... Um, watch any television a part of me is like well if i want to be where those people are then guess what they're not they're i can't be watching as much as i like to watch because i like to go to sleep watch i'll be on netflix i'm like oh yeah so during that time you need to work your dream a lot of the things that you say about ivf i didn't know either. right and then what with ivf they're like um well you should have done it at 20 what who knew at 20? And who has the money at 20? And who think they're going to have a fertility issue at 20? I was never sick. I never had an issue. You know, when uh, my grandmother, they, they were still having kids in 30s, 40s, but they started earlier. I, I'm thinking food is different. Stress is different. This is what that was her job. She wasn't working. Maybe that has something to do with it. It's just a different, different time. So, mm-hmm. yes, as far as uh, dreams concerned, if it is your dream, you will find time to do it. You are so driven and ambitious. I'm curious, like, do you have any methods for mapping out, like, what you want? 
Well, what you want always changes. And there's times where you're not as, as, as ambitious as you want to be. But sometimes um, when you see other people doing what you want to do, you're like, oh, okay. Like this last year, 2018, I was just kind of like, what? I don't know what I'm going to, I don't know what I want to do. I'm not sure what I want to do. And then I'm like, I'm going to put myself out there. So I'm in like, yes to BeautyCon. Yes to mm. podcasts. I'm putting myself out there. Yeah. And then as I'm putting myself out there, it seems like everything start, like, starts to shift. I get this message from Kevin Hart two weeks ago. I mean, Kevin Hart, who I met 17 years ago, along with Tiffany Head, all these people who are not going to make it. I was the one that's going to make it, right? Wait, is he the one you dated? You know I'm what? Just... You're the only person who's ever asked me. I'm like, did everybody skip that part when it was like clear that there was some clear. well there was somebody there because was somebody. i love that section so in this section of the book is you okay glozell shares that she dated a stand-up comic who uh shortly thereafter she was on a date with someone else who turned out to be homeless um yes. but, but they homeless. ended up watching a movie and it was the other guy she had dated yes. so but she was very discreet yes. she's very she she was private in that moment Yes. And now he cracked the code. So he caught. So he's I did not say it was him, but I'm saying he didn't. Kevin I'm, Hart called. Yeah, you're not saying you're 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 playing that out there. But um, uh, <laughs> called and said, "Come interview me for this movie that I'm doing." And I'm like, "Wow, okay." And since then, oh, Cedric the Entertainer, why don't you come? Wow. In? And then, so I'm just like, yesterday, I go to a premiere. And I was shunned by two people. I'm just not going to say their names, but I'm like, okay, stank one is thank two. And I'm like, that's very stank. <laughs> and then so I'm feeling like, you know, because, you know, like you ask for a picture and it's like, oh, mm, you're like, what? You text me So I'm walking later. and I'm like trying not to have my face drop, even though other people are coming up to me and saying, oh, man, I have a picture with you. Viola Davis, which is an A-lister. She's like, oh, my gosh, it's Glozell. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like. So cool. If she wasn't saying my name, I was turning around like, who in the world is she talking about? Because I'd just been dogged by now F-listers. You know, yeah. I would have said they were B-listers. It's, it's, yeah. Now I'm like, you're F-listers. State-listers. So um, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there's days where you're not as inspired, yeah. but then someone else helps lift you up. You're just like, okay, now I'm going to go. Now I'm feeling inspired. I'm like, she's watching. Someone else is watching. You keep going. And, mm-hmm. and you never know that nice note that nice saying that you said to somebody would really make their day and you're thinking like oh they're already made you know but hey i needed to hear that that day because i was just like oh okay you're a star i'm on the internet yes kind of a thing and then yeah. the biggest star that was there and then you know she was, was freaking out over me yeah. so then i'm like oh, okay well what i'm hearing you say also is that like when we're feeling tired and down and there's yes. seasons yes, i think of the ambition that helps you appreciate on your way up. You hear these things because I've been like on the internet, no problem. No, then all of a sudden down, it just kind of like thrown because their internet is changing. You know, like okay, so sometimes uh, I try not to overly be uh, religious all the time, but God or the universe will shake things up because you would never have tried anything new if you kept doing the same thing if everything was just fine. So now. You know, out of that, putting myself out there, getting this call from this person, this person, and this. And I'm doing different things, and I'm enjoying myself. And now uh, work is a little different. I'm doing movies. I'm I'm interviewing celebrities. And I'm like, okay. I mean, the only person that I interviewed was former President Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. 
That you know, it. you start at the top. I saw, and then that was it. Like, I didn't interview anybody else there. before or after. And then, then. That's insane. <laughs> it started there. And then I'm like, okay. It wasn't my thing. But you don't say no. No, you don't say no. One crazy thing about the White House is that they never asked me for any ID. Not a thumbprint, not a passport, not a license, which makes me know that they already had all that information and more. Oh, yeah. They were and, staked out at your house. And they already knew. And I'm like, thank goodness I never post. You know, watch what you post. Even when you comment on somebody, you stink. Oh, be independent. You know, mm-hmm. like if I had anything like that, you know, that's what they would have brought up when I'm interviewing President Barack Obama. Which I feel like is such an important message to share with your young yes. viewers. Because it's not worth it. Just you've don't been post clean it. this whole time. I've, too. I've been clean because I want the celebrities that I talk about like to like me. To like, oh, that was funny what you said. I hope she said yeah. something about me. So when I run into the Kardashians, they're like, hey, you know, I'm like, oh, good, shoot, okay, because I they're they're the funnest to talk about, you know, in a positive way. Yeah. Wow. So. I know that our audience really wants to take some pictures with I you. I want to take pictures with you. So we will wrap up the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Have me on again. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're comfortable. We're going to do this again. Please. And to listeners out there, find Glozelle. I'm sure you're already one of her 4.7 million subscribers. Thank you. Let's get up 4.8. Let's move it on up. Yeah, let's get up to five. Five today. Five today. Hey, everybody. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Do it. Share this. Special thanks to our guests today, Glozelle Green and Sunny Abada, and a huge thank you to The Jane Club, Beauty Counter, and BeautyCon. Our production assistant is Olivia Hasty. Our sound engineer is Owen O'Neill. We had special sound help from Nicholas Zaglaris this week and original music, as always, by Jeremy Turner. Until next week, trust in your goodness, live out your greatness, rock on, Atomic Moms. Ask me if I dated Kevin Hart. Huh? Did you date Kevin Hart? She won't say, but I think I got the scoop. Did you? I have to know this information. Am I good or am I good? I'm just gonna say he was a little foxy. I gave you the a very huge hint. I gave you the biggest hint I've ever given everybody ever in my life. Oh, oh my god.